Hi. So this is kind of funny, but I was doing some self-care practices, listening to music, journaling, and I kept telling myself, don't record a podcast tonight. <laughs> like, just receive. Don't give. Just receive. And here we are recording a podcast, but the thing about this particular episode, or maybe all of my podcasts, we'll see how it goes, all of my episodes, it's very free flow. So as I'm speaking, it's like a therapy session for myself and working out my thoughts, I feel like I can do best in some cases, speaking them out loud. Yeah, sometimes, a lot of times, I just have to sit with myself in silence or do something else, have some other modality, some creative modality potentially. But yeah, sometimes talking can really open things up for me can make me see things in a different way. I can articulate them, can process them in a certain way that can be really helpful. And I'm interested in how other people relate to this very vulnerable experience that I'm about to share. I was thinking about it and the type of value I want to create in the world is that we are all so connected when it comes to our mental health and our internal processes is that I think we can so often feel like it's just us having these thoughts or these experiences or so many of our experiences are like, uh, this makes me feel sad, but our experiences, so many of them go un- witnessed let's just put it that way unwitnessed and because our internal experiences can be so unique to us we can sometimes think that people won't understand or that what we're going through is not worth sharing or it's stupid or it's you know maybe you have a certain amount of privilege and you think about people who are suffering more than you, like comparing your suffering to others and being like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't share that because there are people who have it worse than I do. And so the thing I kind of wanted to talk about right now is, yeah, it feels really vulnerable for me. And it's funny because I, I'm a very open person and I feel like I've I've pushed myself to be open and vulnerable and really the intention besides just being able to let my thoughts be out in the world and have a witness to my own experience as a human, but to let people hear some parts of their experience that um, they thought they had to keep under. that they had to keep in and I really honestly believe that whatever I'm going through other people are going through as well 
and sometimes we just need that validation that it's okay to think the thoughts that we do and to have the human experiences that we have that are internal that we don't let out and I think it's I don't know I like to be a mirror for people I like people to know that um there's other others out there who have similar the same experiences and can relate and that we're all so deeply connected and so it releases that shame from your experience potentially releases that guilt and shame and feelings of heaviness maybe and feeling of these things being burdens so let's talk a little bit about social media let's start there (laughs) I have an interesting relationship with social media and it's kind of funny as I say that because social media is such a mirror to us because like the algorithm is set up where however long we spend even like looking at a certain post even if it's something like we don't quote unquote like or want to see the algorithm measures um attention right things that catch our attention and then it heightens that it sends us more of the same shit that is related to the things that catch our attention and then it's just this snowball there's this mirror (laughs) it's kind of this mirror of of our subconscious too because we're not even like fully conscious the things that are catching our attention and the things that aren't and so social media as a coach I use social media as a tool and there's kind of this well not kind of there's this feeling of wanting to share the good parts of your life on social media right like why would we share the things that aren't good about our lives we share the highlights we all know this it's a common thing and my view on it is that I really tried to share like kind of the opposite of the good things like mostly the the bad or the the hard experiences and it's just like the intention of this podcast to feel that connectivity to know that we're not alone in this world um But yeah, on my coaching page, I found myself falling into that idea of like, no one's going to want to work with me if they don't like put me on some kind of pedestal. Like they don't see me as, as the, as like the person that they are striving to be, which is, you know, a more perfect version of a human. And yeah, I had this thought. I I always have these thoughts surging up. Maybe I'm posting something that's going to turn a potential client off because it's some shit I haven't worked through. 
um, that they would maybe have liked me to work through before we coach together or maybe they don't think I'm equipped with the tools to help them with something because I'm still dealing with it or it goes on. And I noticed something about my personality is that I have this like dual nature when it comes to attention. I have this very performative out there part of myself that wants to like be really silly and weird and in in front of a camera and have it like be seen and documented like make as much noise as I can if you will and like like to grab attention and part of it is like super childlike and that's the part that I appreciate about that part of myself is that it it partly comes from a place of just like pulling out the silly in other people too like just being weird as fuck and like bringing people into that space where I think so many of us like repress our weirdness um so I I really like that in myself but there's another part of it that's just like wanting attention because I I didn't get the attention that I needed when I was younger or when I went through some traumatic situations that I'll touch upon. So I'll add a trigger warning to the beginning of um to the show notes, I guess, and then I'll I'll put one here now. I'll talk a little bit about <coughs> sexual assault because that's where my um a lot of my traumas come from a lot of my traumatic experiences that have really stayed with me and shaped me in in ways that I can really see I really experienced the ways in which I've been shaped by sexual assault and kind of the power um the power dynamics if you will and just how that has affected my personality long term and so Right after I was um, sexually assaulted multiple times in college, I I went to some higher ups, and I, I won't go super into this because I more want to focus on something else. Um, but when I when I reported these things, I was shot down so many times like I think I reported like four different occasions um and every time I was treated like it was my fault and I didn't have the tools back then to deal with that reality thinking it was my fault thinking that I was the broken one and it really sent me down a road let's let's just say it like that, (laughs) sent me down a road. That's for damn sure. Um, So this thing that I was thinking about is that, you know, after after that happened, um, I really didn't feel like I could tell anyone because I had been shamed so many times for something that was fully not my fault. And something like switched in me. I remember it really clearly is that I can only trust myself. Like 
all these other motherfuckers. I try to reach out and they blame me and shame me and make me feel shitty. And it was, it was all really confusing at the time, but I really felt like I have to go in alone to this, whatever next steps come after, like really intense traumas like that. And this had some, this had been something that had been building in me for a long time this feeling of like I I have to go go at it alone like there I I really only truly have myself and man it, it just built up so strong in me that feeling just feeling like there's no one truly actually there for me but like also knowing I can rely on myself and that was like kind of my saving grace is like me, like my relationship to myself, like that I did have myself. So going back to social media and my performative nature, um, I also have another strong aspect of my personality that is, that wants to hide that wants to go into the void, that wants to put my noise-canceling headphones on, my earplugs, just listen to white noise for like 12 hours. And yeah, I kind of flip back and forth between those two worlds and I'm trying to create some like, I don't know, some more balance in that way. But I think about, like, why I am like that. And trauma has a lot to do with that. Trauma really can shape our personalities. And just not getting needs met at a young age. So the vulnerable share, (laughs) that wasn't even it, is... On social media with my coaching page, Nurse Nell, Nurse underscore Nell, I haven't gotten the engagement on that page that I would like to based on who I want to be as a coach, which is very financially successful through helping people in the ways I know how to help best so like really just getting paid for getting paid well for what I'm really really good at and what I how I know I can add the most value to the world and feeling like I'm just I'm not there and it's kind of funny to think about because I'm literally such a new coach like I'm not even certified completely yet I have my official certification this month (laughs) I'm really hard on myself I'm really really hard on myself but I also feel like you know I have so much education behind me so much experience in like this health space like I'm so ready to dive into being a very successful coach and part of me feels like I just I want it to happen right now like I have this destination in mind I can see it so clearly 
but it takes time. And that's really what I'm learning right now is that when you pivot in your career or you have these goals that you set for yourself, like it, it takes some time to come to fruition and that's okay because we have to scale our businesses slash, um, I don't know, move towards achieving our goals with our nervous systems in mind. Like, for example, my nervous system would not even be able to handle making like $400,000 a year right now. That would make me too nervous. I would feel like an imposter. Why are people paying me so much money anyway? But it's like that, the duality um, shows really strongly, I think, when, when we're thrown into situations, um, that we're, like, not actually ready for because we haven't gone on the journey to get there and to, like, feel the growth incrementally. Like, that's why shit takes time. Like, we, we have to settle into, like, these new identities, realities, you know, um, these new spaces sort of like gradually and not all the time but I find for me like the gradual making more money the gradual creating more clients in my practice the gradual um process that can feel slow at times is actually quite necessary going back to social media going back to the performative aspect of my personality and going back to not feeling like I'm getting the engagement that I want to the um as many clients as I want to growing my practice as big as I want to right away and just like collapsing time and just being there now it's triggering to me and let me tell you why after those sexual assaults I was not taken seriously. I was shamed. I felt like I was speaking. I felt like kind of like I didn't exist because my trauma um, like didn't have a witness. My pain didn't have a witness. Like I spoke about my trauma and I spoke about my pain to specific people who had powerful positions who could potentially help me out. It was completely shot down. And I felt like my trauma was like not legitimate. Like I was trying to create these witnesses and it was like I was just blocked to getting any kind of compassion that I was really needing and really looking for at that time. So I get this image of like screaming into the void and no one listening to me, no one hearing me, like I don't exist, I'm a ghost, like and that performative aspect of my personality like overcompensating. Like look at me, I'm here, like I exist, like I'm here. Hey, ha ha ha. Laugh at me. I'm funny. Like do weird things with me. And yeah, I mean, that's one aspect of it definitely one aspect of it and so yeah there's this like screaming into the void no one's listening to me and when I came back from college or um, dropped out of college after those first two years after all that shit happened 
I would go on these like really long runs in the forest and I would just scream into the trees like into nothingness and everythingness at no one and everyone just by myself and there's that real like trigger that I feel like I've I've been feeling with social media where I'm like I'm trying to like sell and um I don't know promoting my coaching every day and putting out what I think is just such good content like free content from just my years of suffering and pulling myself up and creating a life for myself that I can truly say like I'm so proud of it just feels like there's so much I give and this is the thing this is the thing coming up from like those old feelings those like old stories where it's like I feel like I'm giving so much and I'm not getting anything back and it's not true it's a story because I've gotten a lot back I've created a lot of clients, you know, more than I thought even possible while still being in my coaching program. Received so many beautiful messages from people. Um, Connected with so many people, like from my past and people that I don't know in person, but have created beautiful connections with. um, Friends. Yeah, just coaching has given me so much I feel like super grateful to the field in general um but yeah there's this like core belief and these core beliefs are the things that sail our ships if you will those core beliefs are things that like we don't even know are driving the show the fact that I have gotten so much back from coaching in quite a short amount of time but there I still have the belief that I'm not I'm not getting anything back I'm screaming to the void no one's listening to me Um, I'm creating all this amazing content but like no one cares ooh like I'm talking to these people after my sexual assault and no one cares I just went through something so intense and traumatic and life-changing and seems like no one can even hear what I'm saying Hmm. so yeah I was just doing a little dance practice around that and that that sort of came up as like other people validating our experiences as, I don't know, worthy. Other people validating our value. Like that it's in other people's hands to say how valuable our lives are. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I was thinking about, you know, I project all this energy outward and I I create this content that I think is really awesome and um, that can be really helpful to people and, 
yeah, sometimes I do get just like really low engagement and then I feel this sadness. Then when I get high engagement, I feel this like, yes, like I'm worthy, you know, it's this push and pull and I'm really learning to step out of that roller coaster, step off the ride because it is a ride. And yeah, I just, I had this like intense moment as I was going through my dance practice where I basically just like moving my body in however feels like I allow my emotions to drive my bodily movements. Basically like I'm moving through emotions somatically. And I had this real like deep, profound feeling that how all this shit I've been experiencing, the way things work, like validate, like having my experiences be validated by external people and, and, and validating my own experience through how much engagement I have through like social media is just not, not the truth. Like it's just, it's these old stories, this trauma, this like being triggered, feeling like I'm still like this child, like screaming into the void, um, knowing I have so much to offer and so much to give and so much to say, but feeling like I'm not getting anything in return. I'm not getting like a response even. Um, that's all old, deep shit. And I was thinking like, I don't know, or I was feeling into the fact that like, just creating things, content, whatever you want to call it, the act of doing that and just releasing it out into the world and having this like deep knowing that, yeah, like, some people will see it, some people won't, some people will like it, some people won't, some people it will add so much value to their lives but they'll never engage with it or me at all. Um, and some people see it and are like, eh, fuck this bitch. The real like, truth of the matter is that I know I'm creating value and that's enough. because I'm worthy, because I'm valuable as a human. My experiences are valuable and can help many people, but these metrics, they can't determine how worthy we feel. And really our society is like super immersed in this consciously or subconsciously, this um yeah getting getting validation through the little um the like button and the the hearts and the all the shit it's really easy to get sucked into that so yeah i'll say one more thing maybe <laughs> just reposition hopefully the sound isn't too horrible it's probably not great right now um 
trauma, trauma wants a witness. Pain wants a witness. I think that's just a really important thing to reflect on is when your pain isn't held by anyone else, as in you are open with someone about something you went through and they're like, mm, sounds, sounds fine. Should have been able to deal with that, you know, or whatever it may be written off, like, um, yeah, any kind of reaction from someone else that feels really invalidating to your pain is devastating. Like we need people to see when we are in pain that we are in pain and hold that space for us. I think like that cannot be overstated. That is so crucial to our healing process. When we feel like we're being gaslit, people don't believe us, people are diminishing our pain, diminishing our suffering, or people just don't know how much we are suffering or have suffered, it's like this stagnant energy and it expresses itself like it has to express itself. Whether that's through like addiction issues, like getting drunk and lashing out at people, or developing an eating disorder or any other type of like issue where you're trying to control your environment or yourself or control others yeah pain needs to be expressed and ideally it should be held and heard by by someone safe because yeah I really think it, it will come out okay that's all for today thanks for tuning in until next time peace the fuck out just kidding not the end we're back <laughs> gotcha okay I was thinking about this in the shower just now. <laughs> and yeah, about value. <laughs> so when it comes to coaching, you know, I was saying like, basically like you have to know your own value is um, like far beyond what other people say or don't say about you, think or don't think about you, like your value is not based on external measurements, metrics, things like that. And yeah, that's all good and true. But I think another important aspect of this is to not even really think about it like that anyway, like your value, you know, it kind of has to do with like, I mean, it has a lot to do with what kind of confidence you have which is god confidence is so important like talk more about that later but you also just have to let other people decide what your val- what the value of your work and your value is to them like you can't like 
I don't know, it, it comes from a place of insecurity to try to convince other people of your value. It's like you're trying to convince yourself of your value. Ooh, yeah. That's, um, that feels really true to me is that you can put out your work and you can, you know, do your thing. And then you just allow other people to decide if what you have to offer is valuable to them or not. And that is up to them. And that's okay. Whatever they decide, that's okay. Another thing that I was thinking about is like the saying that it's not about the destination, it's the journey. And bleh, I just want to like, I don't know. Some of those sayings I feel like are just so cliche, but they're sometimes the deepest, the most simple, lame seeming sayings are sometimes just like the most profound. Um, it can be really easy to get caught up in what the destination is to rearrange things in your life that will draw you closer to the destination to put in so many hours of hard work and forego play to get to that destination because you have such a strong drive to get there which is how I am very very driven but like literally life is happening around that intense drive like that's where life is happening it's not it's not in those spaces of like feverishly working towards your goal like that can be great and have its time and place but I think there we can like forget that life is happening around us that there's so much out there that we are not experiencing and we're not letting ourselves relax and we're not giving ourselves like true breaks and when I say break it's it's kind of funny because it assumes that like the real thing is the work and then you get a break from the work and you're kind of like comparing you're using it like in a comparative sense but the break like is life like that is I actually do not know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? That's how a lot of this podcast is going to be because it's the kind of person I am. It's how my brain works. We go from one topic to the next and we circle around sometimes to the beginning topic and sometimes we don't. So, hey, it is what it is. We'll end it here and love to you all. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening wherever you are in the world and take care of yourself. I mean, do something for yourself that feels nourishing, even if it's just a couple of breaths into your body where you can just slow down time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye.